0: It's Rusty Diamond Motherfucker. Yo, man. Boom, Miss Rusty. What is up, everybody? It is Wednesday. Uh Wednesday, right? Yeah, sure, Wednesday. Uh, here on the Quantum Global Broadcasting Network, QGBN, uh, I guess I can say the date, too. is July. Nope. It's not July. It's June 28th, 2023. Uh, yeah. And you can check out other shows on the Quantum Global Broadcasting Network, such as When the Gloves Come Off, the Thinking Man's Pro Wrestling Podcast. This is it with Lizzie and Saved by the Ben. And the show is brought to you by Fred Ben Savage's Buck, Stone Reads Productions, Hardcore Comedy, hardcore entertainment uh hypnosis is great and sock up.org and so yeah so it's gonna be kind of a shorter show maybe maybe ish uh, i there's a there's a storm coming in and i want to get out and uh ride go riding for a bit uh before the storm comes so yeah this is just a one podcast day so thank you everybody for being here make sure to listen and and share and do whatever i tell you to do with the guests so whatever that is at the end you go and do that because it's going to be worth it so i want to bring out my special guest right here right now right here right now right here right now we have Hi. whitney barbary how are you doing i'm
1: good
0: i'm good that's good um Yeah, I I almost said it was July, so uh, we're off to a a fair start. Um, So, uh, so what what I'm thinking, okay, so your shirt, your shirt. uh, So there used to be these shirts that said, Paul Frank is my friend. Um, And they were (laughs) Paul Frank shirts. And I have a buddy named Paul Frank. And it was the, the weirdest, the weirdest shit in the world that I've seen. So I never bought a shirt, but every time, uh, you know, I'm like, okay, yeah, he is my friend now. So
1: yeah, I guess. But, I don't know who Paul Frank is. I mean, I know, but I'm uh, like, who is actually yeah. Paul Frank? I'm not sure. Right.
0: Yeah. So I mean, like, so I think still on my phone, he's under, he's my friend. Um, so if you ever you if pick up my phone and you're like, okay. And it says, he's my friend whenever it calls, whenever he calls or I call him I'm like, yeah that's who it is but um yeah so uh let's see so it's, i mean so today i mean it's just like yeah. a crazy crazy day and it's already it's already going that way and so i mean so are you i mean how much of your time are you in in the the space where you are this this existence right here, this room you're in, how, I mean, are you spending uh, a fair amount of time in there or are you, uh, do you have all the amenities you need in there or do you separate that and make it into a place that you go to only for uh, for doing work or what's your, what's your style on that? Yeah,
1: well, if I was on my phone, I would turn the screen so you could see, but right here, is my husband's giant uh nordic nordic track is what you call nordic track it's giant so i'm sitting next to a giant um treadmill and then i really just have yeah so i just have a corner of the office that i work in um actually i don't spend a lot of time in here i used to um i have adhd i don't really do well sitting for long periods of time. So, I don't really do anything in here unless I'm on my iMac and I have to be like working on the computer doing things. Um, I actually stopped taking client calls on Zoom because I was sitting on Zoom calls all day long. And I actually take my clients on phone calls now. So, when I'm on client calls, like I'm up, sometimes I go for a walk. Um, sometimes I'm sitting outside on my patio. Sometimes I'm in my living room. So, I don't actually spend a lot of time in here
0: so how i mean it's a weird thing so how do people react when you say you want to do a phone call with them people people seem to be okay with like especially the younger people now uh with zoom calls i i guess or uh text messages but phone calls are are something that I don't know. It's, it's hard. And it's hard. Anyone that's younger than me to get a hold of them trying to call, but I'm, I'm someone who is, I'm, I'm about the phone call. The phone call is great. I can be, you know, doing whatever I, like you said, you could be walking around um, or doing whatever you need to. You're not, you're not sitting here. And I'm the same way. I don't want to be stuck sitting at my desk for too long. Uh, even if I was standing, you know, if I had a standing desk, I still would feel like I need to get up. This is a
1: standing desk. I mean, it's yeah. And that's why I got it. It will go up and down, but I don't, I just don't like being at my desk. Well, so here's fascinatingly, I actually don't attract people much younger than me. And I'm an older, I'm an elder millennial. So I'm 38. So we're still millennials, but I'm like an older millennial. It's um,
0: so it's weird. We're uh, in a weird place. Yeah. I'm I'm 40 and it's, it's a, it's a weird number. And like, yeah, I don't know. I don't feel like I, I fit in with the millennials, but yeah. yeah, I don't, I'm not, I mean, I'm glad there is sort of that yeah. that cusp of uh elder millennial or zennial as uh another yeah. term but yeah it's it's weird i don't want to. i'm a millennial i don't feel like a millennial yeah uh, i feel like they're the that's that's when it starts going i don't want to answer the phone kind of a thing i'm yeah i'm afraid of answering the phone where we had to
2: make sure that
0: <laughs> you know nobody else don't get on the phone because someone's calling for me uh, yeah or you know if you can get on the phone, if the other people on the phone or in the house aren't using the phone.
1: Yeah. Then. Or when we had dial up and it was like, don't use the phone. You're going to kick. Or it was like, you either kicked yeah. me off the internet or you, yeah, I think it was like, if you use the phone, you would kick me off the internet. And it was like, don't touch the phone. I'm on the computer.
0: Yeah. And then yeah. it yeah, take forever to log back in. and yeah. then,
1: uh, I don't uh, work with So. I I don't intentionally market this way, but some it's the same thing with my podcast listeners when I go look at the analytics, I'm like oh, I don't attract a lot of people younger than me. Um I'm 38, but a lot of my clients are around my age or into their mid 50s. That seems to be the range of people that work with me, so I'm like they're actually fine with it. And, and, but what's interesting is I used to do phone calls when I first started my business as life coach, I didn't know any different. That's what my coach did. So I was like, Oh, you just talk to clients on the phone. And that's what I did. But I wasn't as confident in the beginning of my business. And I didn't have a lot of boundaries. So the reason I ever switched to zoom calls is because I would be like on coach, like life coaching calls with clients. And they would be like, hold on a second. I'm at the Starbucks drive through, hold on. And they would like in the middle of the call. And it was just, Oh, my son just got here. I'm going to put you on hold and talk to him. I'll be right back. And it was, I just realized one day I'm like, maybe if I made them get on zoom, they'd have to actually be here for the calls and concentrate because I didn't have the wherewithal to set standards. So I thought the cop-out easy way was to be like, we're just going to do zoom calls. And then they would just have to be present because they're on zoom. And then about, well, January of this year, I was like, I've been doing zoom calls for years and I actually hate sitting on zoom calls all day and I don't want to do it. So I just told all my clients, like we're switching to phone calls. Um, If you want zoom calls for the rest of your package, that's what you can have because that's what I sold you. But anybody else I signed, we did audio calls. They love it. After our first audio call, they're like,
0: this is really awesome. I'm like, right. It is. So is your podcast the same way then is your podcast audio only? It is. It is. I
1: don't have a lot of interviews. I had an older podcast. I had a podcast before this one. Um, my podcast has been through iterations, but that was more interviews. And this most recent one that I've had for like, I don't know, like a year, I don't do a lot of interviews. So yeah, I just record myself and it's just only audio. If I do interviews, they'll, I'll probably record the video in case I ever wanted them, but I still just upload the audio.
0: So what do you do? Do you go on walks or anything when you record your podcasts? No, I used to,
1: and then I realized because I edit, and I say, edit loosely. I don't really edit anything. I'm just like, here's the audio. You get it all the ums, the coughs, the like throat clearing. I don't know how to take any of it out. And I realized like, it was really distracting in the background because people could hear like birds and stuff. So I make myself sit and record my podcast at my desk. It is weird though, because I'm also a generator in human design. So I like to respond to things and it, I do really well with live trainings or like live coaching calls where there's people there. It's a little weird for me to sit at a desk and be like, I'm just going to talk into the abyss. I don't know what to do with my hands. while I'm talking, I like, <laughs> like, I don't know what to stare at. And so, yeah, it's, All but right, we get it no done. One,
0: if no one can see it, then I mean, uh, your hands can do whatever.
1: I know you're you like, can, what do, do I stare it, at
0: the computer? Do I look away? Into, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. And my office probably gets the best acoustics, but I'll tell you, I I've made a lot of decisions over the last probably year to year and a half off. Like if I wasn't following anyone else's rules, like even with the zoom calls, I'm like, yeah, you're right. Everybody kind of moved to zoom calls, especially when COVID happened and it became the norm in the industry. And I was like, I don't, but I don't like sitting on, I don't mind doing like one-off zoom calls. I'm like, I just don't want to be on four hours of back-to-back zoom calls. Every day. And I was like, I just am not going to do them. And I've given myself a lot of promotion in my business to just do what I want.
0: That's important. It's your business. I mean, uh when it's your business and you're doing it a way you don't want to do, that's that's on you. That's on if you're doing it that way. I mean, who's gonna tell you no? Who's gonna say you can't do that? I mean, you have to I
2: know,
0: yeah, you have you have full yeah, options to do whatever and um, like I, I love doing, uh, you know, phone call sessions with my clients. It's great. Um, I mean, especially when I was, I was laid up for a, like a while and, um, like I, I could really walk very well and, um, just being able to just be on the phone and I can, I can sit in bed with an ice pack and a heating pad yeah. and, and just. Be okay, or else go on a walk. um If it's the right, you know, if it's someone that's there, as long as I'm, yeah, you know, walking somewhere that's not too loud. Yeah. Either, either with yeah, like a, very much, um, with nature or a lot of. I don't want to be going by and there's cars whizzing by and being right, on the phone yeah. trying to yeah. trying to hypnotize someone and. I got, no, I, yeah.
1: yeah. So, can you hypnotize? I was going to ask. I'm assuming that's what you do with clients. So, does that work, like on audio calls?
0: Yeah. Yep. I, I can. I mean, I can just send them a letter. I can send them a letter. You read the letter. <laughs> you read the letter six times, and it's just as good as an audio okay. or or video or in person. Um. And so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's great. Um. And I, yeah, I'd much rather do that. They don't do a Zoom. Or usually, you know, if they're doing a Zoom, I mean, I'll go on there for. Five, five, ten minutes, and talk to them, and then I'm just like, turn it off. I don't care. I don't. need. I mean, yeah. you're gonna be have your eyes closed anyways, so um, I don't know. I'll turn mine off, and yeah, you
2: know,
0: it's it's nice to not have to do it. But then, yeah, I mean, I do podcasts often, and uh, yeah, I'm on, I'm on Zoom, but yeah. I can stop it when I want. It's not like the middle of a hip, hypno, or a hypnosis session. And be like, well. Sorry, uh, you're only getting a little bit of this. you're not getting yeah. you get fifteen minutes and and we're done. so um yeah, yeah. so it's, it's
1: an interesting paradigm we live in when I think about it because I'm like, I always think about this. I'm like our so our parents' age, like their age, their generation, this these opportunities weren't afforded to them like it was like you had to get a nine to five job that you had to get up and physically go to like there wasn't really and like I don't know. I just think, yeah, it's so fast. I mean, even when I I remember going to therapy a bazillion years ago before really the online coaching space was a thing. And I'm like, I had to go to someone's office. I had to like take time out of my day to drive to someone's office and then sit there. It was like you have I'm like, now we can just not only even take clients on Zoom, I'm like, I can talk to my clients while I'm walking around, because I'll go walk around my neighborhood. It's quiet here. I'm like, I can just I can get my walk in and I can be getting sunshine while I'm talking to clients.
0: Yeah, and it's um, it's also not a big deal to be able to to do that. It's just it is just fine. It's it's okay, and you don't have to go into some weird. I mean, I had an office that I, I when I was living in Portland when I first started, and it was fine, but it was also next to a busy road, and it also was an office that I was. I was getting for like, I, I had a free space basically in in the office whenever I wanted to use it, but it still was not something I set up. And nobody's going to be more comfortable than they are in their own surroundings. Yeah. So being able to just leave someone at home, like sit in your sit in your favorite chair, go walk around if you want. I don't care. Yeah. Go go lie in bed. Go uh go sit on uh a one of those. Uh, bed beds of nails I don't care you can do whatever I don't have that in my office but if you have it at your house and you're comfortable go do that go sit in a pool you yeah know, wh- wh- Whatever's cool with you and you don't have to go into some weird place and plus you don't you know us we don't have to pay for an office space and we don't have to go there we don't have to go into an office space we can stay at home mm.
1: yeah I know I made that mistake. I did get an office space for a while. I've been in business five years. So like a while, you know, Me before too. you learn and I was yep. paying for it and I signed a two year lease. That was the only option they gave us. Cause it was like an office space. So they want you to commit for a while. So I was like, yeah, yeah. And then after a couple of months, I was like, what am I going to do with this space?
0: Yep. I, so I was just and I paying
1: did... for it and I was like not using it.
0: Yeah. I, I did the same thing with the store. I ended up having a store, um, for a year and i signed the year lease like uh so i got out of it i don't know a little less than a year ago and um so I, after a couple months i was just like shit okay. i yeah you know, i i paid it all up front um yeah. and i was just like well okay so i have this but yeah now what am i now it's just like this uh you know albatross just this thing just hanging off me like when can I ditch this thing when can I and then it's like yeah what's it gonna cost or like you know what what's what's the amount of money to just like get out of this and uh, that's
1: what I did I did buy it out after about a year and a half I was like I did buy it out a little early so I saved some money but yeah like we Man, I just tell people all the time. I'm like, don't when you're building, cause I'm a business coach so where I'm always talking to my clients about, I don't life coach any, I mean, well, let's be honest. I'm a business coach, but really what I'm doing is life coaching. Right. Cause that's what people really need. That's what's, it's never strategy. It's like this, you know, but I'm always telling them like, even when you feel like business is sh- shitty, like things just aren't going the way you want, you're not taking off, whatever. I'm like, don't lose sight of the magic of like what we get to create here. I mean, seriously, I'm like, think about it. Our parents, their only option was get a job, work there till you're 70. And then maybe you can retire with a little bit of money and enjoy your life. But you're going to go to that job, eight, 10 hours a day, every day. You're going to get one vacation a year. I'm like, we can literally talk to our clients. Like you said, from a pool, from our house, from our favorite chair on a walk, you get to pick your schedule. I maybe work. 15 hours a week. That's on a busy week. <laughs> like, I'm like, I make a lot of money to do that. And I'm just like, don't, I know it sucks. Sometimes building a business is not for everybody, but man, I'm like, we have a really cool opportunity here. And, and I just wouldn't discount any of it, even the shitty moments. I'm like, you still, it's a nice give or take. I'm like, I'll take the hard moments of building a business over going to work for somebody else.
2: Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm and, not
1: employable at this point. I told my husband, I worked most of my life. I got my first job when I was 15. I went full-time my business probably three years ago. So I was like 20, I was like, I'm not employable anymore. I've been a s- full-time entrepreneur for too long. I was like, I don't know if I could ever go back and work for someone else. It would not be good.
0: You're like a, uh, what is like a, one of those, uh, like, like a, like a, like kind a, of like a feral cat or something. Like you just yeah. can't 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 be reeled back in it's just like well this is just just what what she does now and I mean I am the same way and I mean and yeah I was working when I was uh you know a, a wee chap and but I mean I was still doing you know hustling stuff on on the side and um but yeah didn't ever really like think because I mean when I went to school, there sure wasn't like, "Oh, hey, go be go be an entrepreneur." Um, it was, "Oh, hey, go to college and then get that nine to five job." And I'm like, sure, let's do this, but I'm gonna do it a little bit different. Um, you know, I I, I couldn't, do, I never did the office job until like, and it wasn't really even an office job. I had one job before I moved from Oregon that I enjoyed. And that was the only job I've had that I ever enjoyed and i had it for i got hired in december and i moved in march mm. and um that was and that was when i was 36 maybe something like that um yeah yeah other than that it's like well every other job was just fucking I know. miserable and it's like you don't have to be miserable you can go you don't out have to
1: be miserable and i you didn't just, get i mean i had those i've had every kind of job but you too. I have a college degree and it, you too. I still never got paid more than I think when I had a big girl job, I don't think yeah. the most I ever got paid was $12 an hour. And that's why I kept going back to bartending. Cause I'm like, I'm making like $20 an hour doing this. And people kept saying, but you need to get like a job with benefits and blah. And then I'd go get these jobs. Like I worked at a hospital and they were paying me $9 an hour. I mean, granted this was like 12 years ago, but still right. I was like,
0: this this is the worst yeah and then you're at a hospital all the time yeah so i was like
1: i just went back to waiting tables and then i tried selling life and health insurance and it took me one enrollment period i
0: was gonna say
1: i was like wah wah i quit after that so i did that about six months and
0: how 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 fucking i don't know was it was it you felt odd you felt did you feel bad or do you feel odd or did you just hate having to so i feel like that's one of those things like you know if you've done you know stuff like that some sort of sales and be good at it but i just feel like that's something that's if someone sees you again down the road and they want to buy something from you i don't know if they're gonna want to buy something from you again and that's how i felt with some of my sales jobs it's like these people are gonna fucking hate me like i can sell them this no problem but they come back to me fucking 10 years later. I'm like, I'm not gonna buy it. This guy sold (laughs) me crap.
1: Well, mine, it was even worse for us. So we were working for an insurance company that was here locally. Like it was owned by local guys, but what they did was it wasn't like a, it was almost like, I don't, I guess you can call it a, I guess you can call it a call center because what really happened was we all had our own cubicles and they were buying leads. So we were basically cold calling the leads that they had bought. So you have your little headphones and and the system just keeps calling out these, these leads they bought. So that, that was fun. So it wasn't even that the people were going to see me again. It was like, I was just selling people that didn't know someone was going to be calling them today to sell them insurance. And I mean, this was about six years ago, because it was right when me and my husband were getting ready to get married. We've been married like, so maybe like six and a half years ago. So it's been a little bit, but it was like Obamacare was still the thing. So we were actually selling people into plans on the marketplace. So we were selling a lot of like the Obamacare plans and man, that was just rough. It was just rough because it, it doesn't really matter where people fall in the line. You loved it or you hated it. What I saw on my end was like, if you lived in poverty, it was great because you got free insurance, but if you didn't, and you were maybe middle-class or upper-class you were gonna pay $1,500 a month for a $8,000 deductible plan. And it was just, it was like day after day, like it was just hard either having to talk to people who were living in poverty and that was just a rough situation. Or there were people that maybe they were middle-class so they weren't making millions. They were maybe making you know, $50,000 a year, which isn't that much money, but they had say cancer. So they needed to have insurance. But they couldn't afford an $800 a month plan. And then they're like, so what do I do? Just not get chemotherapy? And it's like, I don't know. And I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this anymore. I don't like this. I'm out. So that didn't last long.
0: Uh, I I had one too. And it was, yeah, like, uh, it was, so, you know, those, uh, those bath fitter things that they put on. Yeah. So they're like, but these were for like old people. So you could step into them.
2: Yeah.
1: Right.
0: So, uh, but you know, a lot of people that are old are on fixed income. Um, right. But this place I worked for had 30 different financing options like, uh, uh, companies. So what I'd be doing was effectively putting them in debt until they die. And yeah. I was like, I, one day I was like, nope, I'm done. I, I feel horrible doing this. Like, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. I, I saw right through that shit right away. And I was like, no, yeah. no. Nope, that's-, that's how
1: I felt with insurance. And then there were some slimy things they were also asking us to do. And I just kept thinking, I don't know about that out that and I don't think I want to do, and yeah it was just all around I was like I'm gonna cut out for this so every time I would just go back to bartending because I was like this is where I'm making the money till I found life coaching and now this is where I make the money but yeah I don't know if I could ever go back to a job now I mean I could like I say that I'm like if something happened and my business imploded and like I was making nothing and I had to get a job to pay our bills I could but yeah I've always had a mouth on me. I've always had a lot of opinions (laughs) back when I needed those jobs. So now when I don't really need them, I'm like, it would not be good for anyone if I was working for someone else. Cause I'd be like, what? I'm not doing that. Like. Why would I do that?
0: Why am I doing this? Yeah. Why am I, why am I adhering to these ridiculous uh, rules and standards? I mean, I
1: remember when I was waiting tables. So when you, you know, so when you're waiting tables, serving bartending, like when there's downtime, they give you all these tasks to do. So they would do things like, they'd be like, you need to go get that orange glow, this, this product called orange glow. And they would want us to like flip all the chairs over. Cause we had wooden chairs at the restaurant and they'd want us to like shine the chairs and stuff on our free. And I just, things like that where I'm like, no, you pay there's me. Time. Oh. Yeah. Well, minimum there's wage time. in Indiana, minimum wage for servers is, is like two 13 an two? hour. Yeah. Right. So my thing was, I'm like, no, no, no. If we don't have any tables coming in, I'm not making tips. So what you actually have me doing is cleaning for two 13 an hour and people just do it. So it was like, I was just always speaking up about, I mean, you should It's
0: it's, it's almost, you know, uh, not slave labor, but not, not far from it.
1: It's like, yeah, I mean, I just, I was just always speaking up about stuff like that. Cause nobody ever says anything. And I'm like, no, why right. are we, wait, why are we doing this? Yeah. So I'm like, now that I wouldn't really need those jobs. I just told my husband, I don't know if I could work for anybody else.
0: Yeah. If there's time to lean, there's time to clean, but not for $2 and 13 cents an hour.
1: I'd have to really believe in the mission. If I were honestly, I, I was, my dad's a serial entrepreneur. And I had told him one day, I'm like, okay, I yeah. already have like plan B's and C's and like, my coaching business is not going anywhere. I mean, it's solid, but I always said to him, like, if it ever did, I have a million businesses. I would go start before I'd, I'm like, I would start a cleaning business. I don't, I hate cleaning. I hate it, but I think you can make money fast. I'm like, people don't want to, I don't want to clean my own house. I know other people don't, if my business imploded, I'd be like, cool. I'm gonna start cleaning houses till I figure out what I want to do. I mean, you can just do stuff so fast, you know, I don't know. Yeah.
0: No, it's it's a uh, it's a good point. I mean, it's real easy to as long as you have that mindset. And I mean, yeah, I mean,
2: yeah,
0: I've yeah started, but I've also you know failed a number of businesses, and but if I hadn't have failed those businesses, I wouldn't have you know made these businesses I have now. Yeah, better and um, yeah. you know learning learning from that, and, and there's always there's always a new a new business if you have that mindset and it can be real easy to go back to something that's familiar, but you know, something that's familiar can, can make you, yeah. Make you miserable.
1: It is miserable. And I actually think a lot of people don't realize there's another option, even if you're not, cause I don't think entrepreneurship is for everyone. I know some people say it can be I'm right. like, no, I've, I coach clients on business. I can tell you it's not for everybody, but even with people that have like nine to five jobs, I'm like, you don't, have to, you can still build the life you want. I just don't get the people that they go to these jobs and then they just work there for a million years. They hate it. Like, and they're miserable. And I'm just like, you could go somewhere else. You're not, but it's blows my mind that people don't, they don't even have that mindset. They just are like, but I've already been here 15 years. And I'm like, so I yeah. already have seniority. So you hate
2: it.
0: Yeah. And you don't want to be the, you don't want to be the, the, the big fish. You don't want to be the best or whatever at your company once or the best at anything you do. Once you're there, get the fuck out. Once once you find out you you don't want to hang around being the best. No, you don't. Cause that was
1: why, like when I had my mouth, right. When I used to wait tables. Yeah it was always a like push and pull with my, because I really was a really good server and bartender. So it's like, I was a really good worker. I just had a lot of opinions about a lot of things. So my bosses were always I was like, I don't know what to do with you because kind of, you know, but then you're like one of our best servers. So yeah, you don't want to be the best because you do get everything. They expect more from you, right? You don't get to have a bad day because it's right. not what you do. You don't get to be late because you're not, you know, if Kyle's late, they're like Kyle. He's always ten yeah. minutes late. I'm ten minutes late and I'm in trouble because I'm never late. And I'm like, no.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. There's Kyle. He's just drinking uh, Monster and punching through drywall and stuff. But you know, it's cool. <laughs> just Kyle. Whatever. You know. It's we cool.
1: expect that from Kyle. And like, we yeah. expect more from you. And like, well, don't. Well, don't expect more. from I want to yeah. be Kyle.
0: Yeah. And then yeah, I mean, once you, know, you get there, then it's there's nowhere to go but down. You hit that. You hit that wall. And there's, yeah. there's nowhere to improve. There's nowhere to, you know, make your life better, make, your, make everything better. There's nothing wrong with getting better. There's nothing wrong with feeling good either or feeling great. There's nothing wrong with that. There's a lot of people, I think, that think that too. Not a lot. But there's a fair amount of people that think that, you know, you can't feel great. You can't. Yeah. You can't yeah. enjoy yourself. Um, life's, just, life's just shitty. Or, you know, that my, my relationship's shitty. Or you know my yeah my job's shitty and like didn't do something doesn't doesn't have to stop you, you're especially someone if you're like 90 years old whatever fine sure I don't care but if you're younger than 90 years old there's still time to change no matter what like I hear people that are in their 20s 30s are like yeah I'm already too well set my ways like that fucking sucks for you you got a shitty life coming up ahead of you yeah then, bud.
1: yeah <sighs> I mean I. So I've been in business, what did I say? Five years. So I just started this business five years ago. When I started the business, it wasn't even maybe six months before that. I didn't even know I wanted to start a business. I mean, that's how fast things turned around. And my business is very successful. Like the reason I'm saying that is, I don't think five years is a long time to find a new career path, go all in on it, and then just be building this crazy, amazing life because the business supports it. I'm like, so even if you were 50, and you were like, I'm too old. I'm like, no, by 55, give or take, you could have a whole new career. I'm like, what do you mean you're too old? You could be yeah. 60, 70. I don't know. There's people uh, that go back to college when they're like 40.
0: There people that go back to college when they're 70 or 80. I, know. I, I, I had, a, I went to a community college for the first, well, I don't want to say two years, the first um, uh, 180 credits, first 180 credits, mm-hmm. I went to a, community college and I had these two people in there and they were both like 70s I think one was 80 it was an old man and an old woman and they'd be making jokes about like one of them's gonna you know die soon or something but I mean they were both there every every day and they're doing that just because like I want I want something new I want you know I'm not too old yeah. and that's something that stuck with me you know 20 years later and um, I think that's cool I mean they're yeah uh, although I don't I don't like pushing schooling anymore unless it's for networking. Um,
1: I don't push school at all. I'm like, I actually don't. Unless you have to, like you want to be a nurse or like a lawyer something where you have to like, you legally have to like have these, whatever. I'm like, don't, don't do it. (laughs) What else could you need to go for other than a trade? Right.
0: Yeah, I had, I went on this guy's podcast and uh, he ended up not airing my episode because of what I told him and basically what he was saying he wanted He was going to college I'm like why are you going to college and uh basically i think it was to you know be there and not have to do anything and it was like to be able to and i think his parents were paying for it and it's like to be able to take you know take this and just be able to do that it's like well so you're fucking them over but like what i mean now i mean if you want to learn anything, uh, you can do what a lot of us do. Uh, you can get a great uh, great uh, education at YouTube University, one of my favorites. Um, if you want to take any classes, uh, the only thing is you don't get a, an actual paper degree, but you can take uh, all the classes that are available at Stanford, at Harvard, and at MIT, and they're all available and all the tech, textbooks are online too, uh, in PDF form. You can have those, like, there's no reason not to be able to get, like, get educated. Yes, but don't go to school. Don't like, yeah. there's no, no need. Keep learning, learn a lot. Don't yeah. stop learning, but don't, don't, you're just gonna throw money away to, especially now how much more it is for, uh, you know, just everything with, with college. And it's just, a uh, and dirty money grab, and it's uh, and I mean what, you, what are you going to do with you know most of I don't know like who gives a shit about degrees anymore like people who are employers like if when I, like when I hire people I mean I'm not looking for their degree I'm looking, right. can you do my work? are you gonna show up like fine. yeah, yeah so, some stuff like yeah, like a nurse or a, a doctor or a lawyer, or sure yeah, you got to go to school, and that's is what it is, I guess. Um, but yeah, anything else? Like, I why, why are you doing it? Why, I don't what, know. what's it, what's it getting for you other than just?
1: I mean, I have a business. Like, my degree is in business. I tell people all the time. I'm like, I have a degree in business, and it has served me zero in actually building my business. <laughs> right. So
0: you learn a uh, lot more building a business than yeah. taking business and in college and yeah i i learned a lot from fucking yeah you know building businesses business is failing business is being built again like it's it's about learning like you can have people tell you that for fucking million years um what to do with the business but then you try to do it and you're, or you know you go work somewhere you have business you're really like okay so what's that mean? What have you actually done? Like, Oh, well, someone told me this. like, okay, well, what experience do you have? None. Well, I have this degree. Oh, the degree hasn't done shit. The degree hasn't done shit. And I have a much more worthless degree than a business degree. Um, but I I went there for, and I, I would tell this was the stupidest fucking thing to ever tell. And, uh, Interviews, but I'm like, I went there for personal enlightenment to go to college, and uh, but I mean, it's stupid. Um, but at the time, there wasn't there was ways to learn, but I mean, it wasn't really as readily available as it is now. And I mean, I if I could have gone back, I mean, I would have. I mean, with what I was doing when I was like 16 years old, I should have fucking dropped out of high school and started doing that right then because I ended up doing it fucking you know over 20 years later and basically doing this the same thing and just like shit like (laughs) I wasted but I mean uh, you know I don't know if waste is the right the right word but um yeah I should have been should have been should have should have fucking done something different but um I wouldn't have had those same experiences and I wouldn't have you know, been where I am now and wouldn't have had that same fucking disdain for so much of uh, education and the, the workforce without, and, you know, being able to have this much more motivation. Yeah. If I was 16 and I fucked up and I'm like, well, I guess I just go into the workforce or I go to college. Yeah, Like I wouldn't have had that. Now I'm just like, fuck no, stay away from it. Don't do 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 it. You're wasting, you're just throwing money away you're going to be in debt forever. Once you get out of that debt, then you buy a house and you're in debt for that one. I know. Um which is so. another
1: conversation. We I mean we rent the house we live in. I don't me and my husband yeah. talk we have no desire to buy a house. I'm like
0: yeah. Buy. And then every time <laughs> something fucks up, you're like, well, okay, I'm glad that I I don't own this house and then yeah. if you want to move, um yeah, it's just yeah, I've, I've been having that conversation the last you know, 4 years, but uh, yeah. I, mean, I moved like you know, to like four, four or five times uh, in that that span. It's just like, no, can't fuck it. I don't. No, and no. you're buying a house, like it's not, it really like isn't always the best idea for what you're doing. It was always like so adamant, like the best thing to do is to buy a house. It's like, well, if you actually crunch the numbers for some people, it's not the best idea.
1: Yeah. No, it's usually not. It's, it's always a, it's just a lie. It's a liability. And I think the problem is it was sold to us that it's an asset and it's like, right? well, yeah, it's an asset like 40 years from now when I pay it off, but most people don't pay their house off before they move again. Even if you live in your house for 20 years, let's say then your kids go off to college and now you want to downsize. You probably haven't paid that house off. So yeah, most people just keep like they're making monthly payments and so am I, but they're responsible for property taxes and everything that goes wrong. Odds yeah. are, most people are going to move before they've ever paid their house off, and then they're just going to buy another house and then be. An, so I'm like, it's not. It's just a liability because it's actually costing you money. And I don't want to fix anything that goes wrong. So yeah, I mean, and uh, I want to move when I want to move. Like we want to pick up and move cities, we can. I don't have yeah. to. I don't
0: know. I'm just. Yeah. I have no
1: desire to buy. We just talk about it all the time. I'm like, I don't have any desire to buy a house. Yeah,
0: and plus, uh yard yard work i don't want to do yard work mm-hmm. i I like having someone else do yard work for me like i'm cool with that i'm cool with you know having the yeah. Uh, hey fucking hold off from it i'm trying to record something uh, you yeah. know uh rather than me being, being like shit i gotta go fucking yeah you know bend over and uh try to pick up you know go do weeding or something or yeah uh something like that and it's it's nice to not not have to do that and like with your own house you have to do that like i i was yeah doing that before and it was terrible it was a fucking mm-hmm. and just having to fucking yeah buy everything and anything gets fucked up you got to go to fucking home depot and fix it yourself and uh shit no i don't, I don't
1: want to do all that it's yeah but I think we were the first, like us zennials or whatever we're called. I think we were really the first, we have been the first generation. Cause we're, again, we're in that weird era where it's like, we were taught certain things that I think maybe were true for our parents' generation. So they were just like repeating these things to us. And then we get introduced to this whole new world of like the internet, like all the possibilities. And we've had to kind of like lead the way of starting to question things like, is it the American dream to buy a house? Like it's all these things that we were kind of taught like, no, and then you go to school and you get a degree and then you go get a really good job with benefits. And then that's just what you're taught. And I think one day, like some of us, because the internet hasn't always been around for our generation, the way that it is now. You're right. Like when I got my degree, I mean, I'm 38. So when I graduated, I think I was like, I don't remember, maybe 28, 29. I went back to school late in my 20s. Then the internet was around, but this online space that it is now wasn't really a thing. Right. So I, that was the only option, but then, yeah, I think we just were the ones that started questioning, like, wait, we're not so old that we're set in our ways. Like, I think our mindset is still like, we're still enough millennial in us that we're like, wait a second, I can still adapt to the new things happening in the, in the planet. And I don't know, like that I, why, why do I have a, if I could go back when my mom said, you really need to go back to school and get a degree, it'll open up so many doors for you. I would be like, no. Yeah. When I was like 28, I was like, yeah, I guess. Sure. And now I have, you know, and I went to community college too. I mean, now I have this associate's degree that I paid, like, I don't even know 25, $30,000 for, I'm still paying on it. And it's like, I've done nothing with it, but the whole buying a house thing, it's like, our parents, they all have so many thoughts about, and I'm just like, well, I don't, why? You guys want to own a house? Great. Own it. I'm like, I don't want to buy a house.
0: Yeah. I, and I don't want to have to worry about it every time I want to move to, you know, to have to deal with, Oh God, got to put a house on the market. It's just like, Hey, uh, landlord, we're leaving here soon. Uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully we don't have to buy it, uh, buy ourselves out too much of it if it, that's yeah. the case, but when you gotta move you gotta move you don't want to be sitting around with a house on the other side of the country no and, you
1: don't
0: nobody's like no, well, like, being like,
1: here's my 30-day notice
0: <laughs> yeah ya. yeah mm. and so then uh so something else so with uh with the adapting of you know being in between gen x and millennial um and this is something i'm like Cause there's some stuff like I, i'm just like okay oh, i'm still fucking I, I i'm gonna stick my ground and not like uh, the old ways the right way and some yeah. stuff i'm like that but um well like one of the things now is like the ai assistants like mm. uh and how like there's so much of me that's like no fuck this fuck this yeah. but then there's a lot of me that's like okay well um yeah, sure, I can do this. I can I can I can use this. Like there's a lot of uses. Like I give this example, I like can making music, like how much time I've spent making music. And now, like before I was just on this thing and um I forgot what it was called. I was just on this website and as you tell it what kind of music you want, what it does it sound like, what what you know, and it fucking spits it out and, um, in a minute. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, that would have taken me probably at least a week or two to, to do that. And, yeah. um, or even show notes, show notes all the time. Like I have, I have a great fucking prompt for everything for my show notes and for all that stuff. And uh, I make sure that that one is true. And then like, I don't know, it's, but then, you know so part of me is like, not really doing the work but then it's like work that I wouldn't have been able to do and like the art thing art part of it like it's is hard at some things but um i mean it's not going anywhere and i think it's learning to do it and i mean the art stuff is is hard because it's coming from something that's been made and it's a mm-hmm. weird thing with you know um ownership of that but i can't fucking draw more than a stick figure um, but now I can say I, I want I want this drawn here and, you know, make it and yeah, I'm able to express myself in a whole new way that I would never be able to in a million years. I think that's something that's powerful. And I think it's going to be a lot of people who aren't very good at whatever their thing is, whatever it is, what you know, whether it's it's art or if it's even writing books or whatever. Um, there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of people. Who I've seen that people use it. it to
1: write their books. I'm like, hmm, how does that work with copyright? Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, yeah.
1: You didn't actually write it, so I don't. Who owns it?
0: Right. I, I did one that was, uh, you know, write a children's book about yeah. teaching kids not to uh, shit in a public pool, and um, you know, it was good. It was a good fucking book. I didn't publish it, but um, yeah someone's like what i didn't i didn't do this and but i think the fact that people are doing this and making these things i think that is going to get the people who are actual well not actual writers or whatever but people who have done written a lot of books and stuff like that once they pick up on this they're going to be able to up that game and be able to do stuff that with those small nuances that um, mm-hmm. might not be picked up, and I do you know so like yeah much like we're we're on the cusp of Gen X and millennial, um I feel like that's kind of where I am with with AI and chat GPT and all that, yeah. and I'm like, well, but it's here to stay, and like you don't adapt you you fall, you're just yeah. And,
1: Yeah. You don't want to be a laggard. You ever, um, you ever dove into the law of diffusion of innovation by, I don't think it's, I don't think it's Simon Sinek's concept, but he's the only one I've ever heard talk about it. But he talks about it's, it's, it's a long title. It's called the law of diffusion of innovation, but yeah, you don't want to be at the tail end because he calls those the laggards, but it's like, the people that yeah. just won't get on board with anything, but there's a lot of nuances, there's different categories all throughout this line of people. The laggards are the ones that just like won't ever get on board. There's like early adopters and late adopters, and there's the innovators, which is like only 13% of the population. So, um,
0: yeah, my daughter that... just
1: pulled up, my dogs might have a fit when she. Oh.
0: okay. Well, then let's uh <laughs> let, let's wrap this up then. So, where's where... supposed
1: to be here? So, I don't even know why she's here. So
0: Oh, it's a pleasant surprise. Yeah. It's a pleasant oh surprise. So where are people going to find you on the uh, internet? Yeah. Or- so
1: you can go to WhitneyBarbary.com. If you go there... Um- Honestly, it hasn't been updated in like two years. I was looking at it last night and I was like, oh, this information on here is from like 2021. But the only reason I would ever point anyone to my website is I created something for private clients of mine called morning calibrations. And it's just for you to use in the morning and you can use any time of day. It's just calibrating your mindset back to what you do want to create in life. So I do point people to that because those are there, but you can find them there. But I hang out on social media. I'm not hanging on my website. I'm on Instagram. It's XO Whitney B for Whitney Barrie. XO Whitney B. You can find me on Instagram. That's where I've been hanging out the most these days. So that's what I would say.
0: Okay. Well, yeah. So yeah, get a get a hold of her. Um, get out there and and check it out. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for being on. And uh, if you do want to, this is not a sponsor yet. I've been trying. They won't get back to me. Um, but if you do want to take any video or anything, any YouTube clip under two hours. Uh, I'm sending you this right now, a little on the message chat or the meeting chat. Um, All you have to do is paste the video in there and give your email address. And within 10 minutes to an hour, you'll have between 10 and 20 of those like YouTube short um, or TikTok style videos set up the same way and it's all AI generated to be like the most, uh, like highest, you know, SEO ranking kind of thing with, um, you know, if it's interesting or, you know, important or Mm -hmm. funny or something, and you can just, it has it all ready to go. It's all written out. You can just upload it right to your thing. So um, yeah, so it's a little something extra. Um, So yeah, thank you so much, Whitney. I'm happy we got to talk and, get to where we got to and not knowing where we were going to go and I'm yeah. happy we got to where we got. So you um, having me. you're welcome and have a good rest of your day.
1: Yeah. Thank you.
0: You're welcome. All right. That's Whitney Barbary. So get a hold of her. I'll put those in the show notes. And also you guys um, feel free to do this. How about you do this? Because you can.
2: Messages. We don't need no
0: thinking messages. You know what? But I do need messages. So uh, you can do that. You can call me. You have my phone number is everywhere 503 974 6420 and leave a message. Or you can do it here on the, I think through Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen. There's ways to leave a message and I'll play it on here. I don't give a fuck unless it sucks, but you guys wouldn't give me sucky stuff. So very good chance. we will get played on here. So thank you everybody for listening here on the quantum global broadcasting network. QG. i G. I'm your host, rusty diamond again, check out those other shows on the network, such as when the gloves come off the thinking man's pro wrestling podcast. This is it with Lizzie and say by the Ben, and I thank our sponsors. Fred Ben Savage is fuck. Stone Reads Productions, Hardcore Entertainment, Hypnosis is great, and sockemup dot Like, share, subscribe, tell a friend. I don't really like saying that because I guess everyone says. Plus, I want you to do give us up a life. It's on um anywhere you find your podcast, YouTube and Rumble. It'll be up there. So yeah, if you uh, if you're listening to this, you can go look at our pretty faces. Um you know, you like to do that, wouldn't you? So everybody, thank you so much again. And that is the show, man. Boom! It's rusty diamond motherfucker It's rusty diamond motherfucker Ernest Ernest Ernest! <coughs> yes, Pee Wee. You brought the snacks, right?